Hello, everyone. This is Rome. Today's podcast is going to take us in a number of different directions. But first of all, one of the first things we're going to be talking about is the second or I guess it's maybe now the third month that I've had the uh, Rode Roadcaster Pro and my opinions on it, as well as some options for those who may not be ready to invest in uh, something like the Rode Deck, as well as um, what I feel would be a really good microphone for starting podcasters if you're using a XLR interface or even if you're using just a USB microphone. And the one of the other things that I wanted to um, touch upon is how I connect the Rode Procaster to my computer and I direct the audio into my DAW, which is a digital workstation and the benefits of that. Now, do you actually need that? Of course you don't. The Rode Roadcaster is an all-in-one um, uh, deck that allows you to record directly to the Roadcaster and you're able to, for the most part, uh, output your, your content straight to whatever social media platforms or uh, podcast hosting sites that you're using. Boom, you're there. Once you completed your podcast, you just hit the big red button. And from there, just um, switch over to podcast mode and transfer your content. And another product that we want to talk about a little bit today, and I will go further in depth on this in the future, but we want to spend a little time talking about a beneficial product, I think, for upcoming podcasters, medium range podcasters who are kind of just getting started and are getting stumped a little bit with ideas for their podcasts. And I think one of the very, very powerful tools will be in your arsenal is pod decks. But we'll get to that here probably a little bit further along in the podcast. So for now, let's just uh, jump right down to the Rode Rodecaster Pro. And I'm going to show you exactly what I'm doing, exactly what I like about it, how I'm utilizing it. And you guys will get a chance to see my screen and you'll kind of go from there. All right, guys, let's get to it. All right, guys, let's get to it. So one of the things that I really, really appreciate about the uh, Roadcaster Pro is its ability to be integrated into almost any type of workflow. And as I said before, as you can see here on the screen, I am recording right into uh, DAW, which in this case is Adobe Audition. And the audio from the Roadcaster is being sent from the USB straight into the iMac. And that information has then been recorded directly into the DAW. But I am also recording directly into the Roadcaster at the same time. One of the reasons why I do this is because a lot of times when I'm recording video, I want to already have the audio on um, my computer and it makes it much easier for me to at that point to just jump right in and then start editing the only thing i have to do at that point is bring in additional footage like right now i'm presently capturing my screen as well as recording on the uh, sony a7r2 the music that you hear in the background i'm going to be quiet for a second that music is being played i'm going to stop it that music that you were listening to is a sound bed that I've been playing throughout the entire um, podcast slash video. And what it allows you to do is to take copy uh, royalty-free music and you can put this on one of your pads and then you can fade it in or fade it out, whatever you like. You can also record entire shows and add them to one of your pads. And then you're able to play those pads back now, the advantage to having the Rode um, connected directly to the computer is that you can use the Rode Procaster um, app. 
And by able, being able to do that, you can have multiple pads. And each time you switch one of these pads, as you see here where I'm clicking on it here on the screen, every time you switch one of these, whatever you may have recorded there, that's what's going to play. So if I stop this audio from playing right now, and I just picked one of these things, you know, at random, well, let's do spaceship. Whichever pad you have selected, you can switch back and forth through those and it's very, very easy to bring in uh, additional audio. It's really, really simple. So if I go all the way, say to the very end, I think I should have some slots still open, yes. So all you would have to do is click on one of these and it would allow you to then import audio directly into one of the pads, which would then save it onto the Rodecaster. And even if that was previously a pre-recorded show or something like that, it'll save it. Now, of course, you're not going to be able to save, you know, 14 gigs of data, something like that. You know, you just want it to be very simple audio files or shows that you've already pre-recorded and you'll be able to bring those right in. So after the 2.1 update, a lot of the new features uh, have come in really handy. I originally, when I first got the Roadcaster, I did not use uh, the stock firmware. I went right to the beta. And I said that in a couple of my other podcasts before I went straight to the beta. But what that did was it gave me an opportunity to experiment with some of the upcoming features that were going to be um, in this latest version of the firmware that's on the system right now. And what we have on the system right now is the 2.1 version of this software. And it's, it's very handy. And if you're connected to your computer, whether it be PC or Mac, you should be able to open your um, Roadcaster Pro application and you can see all of your microphones here. You can turn on your high pass filter, your noise gate, your de-esser, your compressor, whatever it is. And then you can also switch on your, your master compressor or you can go down here to your apex and you can enable the oral accelerator or the big bottom, depending on the microphone that you're using. You may want or may or may not want to use that. Um, but it gives you a lot of flexibility. And as you see here, I can jump between different microphones and it's showing nothing on those microphones because there's no mic connected to those specific channels. But like I said, this is an amazing unit. I've been very, very impressed with it. As far as uh, my workflow and using this for our commercial clients, I don't think there's anything out there that can offer all of the features. Well, let me rephrase that. I didn't think there was anything out there when I purchased this that could offer all of these features. But there are some new contenders coming on the market. And we will touch upon that a little bit later in this podcast. So in a nutshell, would I make this investment again? Would I recommend this unit to a friend or someone who's starting out? Yes, I would. If you can find it in your budget to invest in something like this and you already have all of the other basic things. So remember, when you buy this podcast deck, you're still going to need microphones. You're still going to need headphones. But that would be the case with almost any setup that you use, whether you're using the Zoom system or whomever, whatever systems that are out there, you're going to still need those basic things. But the new product that I want to show you guys today you may not necessarily need another microphone because just like the Zoom H6, the new Zoom H8, 
8 also has a built-in microphone and has interchangeable modules. So let's take a look at what exactly that offers and what you guys can get from it. So I'm going to jump over to YouTube and I want to play this video for you guys. You'll be able to hear the audio. If you're watching it, you'll be able to see it on the screen. But I really believe that this is going to be potentially the future uh, for a lot of podcasters going forward. Let's get to it. Guys, AB here from BH, and today we're looking at the Zoom H8, which is a 24-bit, 96K portable audio recorder slash USB audio interface that was really designed for podcasters, musicians, field recorders, and pretty much anybody who needs a portable all-in-one audio recording solution. It's got a great color touch screen so you can dive into the menu functions. It seems like Zoom designed something that could adapt very easily to the modern content creator because nowadays we're making all kinds of content, whether you're a vlogger or a sound designer, uh, you have a podcast. So, so I really think this is going to be a great solution for a lot of different kinds of users out there. FYI, I'm recording straight into the H8 with a Sony condenser mic, so you're hearing the audio that's actually coming from the unit itself. Itself. If you know anything about Zoom's recorders, you know that they are compatible with Zoom's line of microphone capsules, and of course, the H8 is no different. This comes with the XYH6 stereo mic capsule, which is basically two matched unidirectional mics that are oriented in stereo configuration. You can choose between a 90 degree or a 120 degree stereo field, and this lets you capture audio directly in front of the unit. The XYH6 capsule also provides a secondary input via stereo 8th inch mini phone jack, which overrides the capsule mics. However, you can still use the gain control knob to adjust your input level. The big news here is that the new capsule input, which they're calling version 2.0, is going to be able to accommodate a new line of capsules, starting with the EXH8, which will provide four additional XLR inputs with phantom power, bringing the total number of inputs on the H8 to 10. That's pretty impressive for a handheld recorder. Each input on this new capsule will have a dedicated gain knob and pad switch. There will also be an XAH8 capsule for stereo recording and the VRH8, an ambisonic mic capsule that records in 360 degrees and converts the audio inside the H8 so you can easily edit it in post. Now, having a variety of capsules at your disposal is, is great, but you're gonna wanna use your own microphones with the H8, and luckily, there are lots of inputs from which to choose. There are four XLR mic jacks and two XLR TRS combo jacks with high Z switches, allowing you to capture microphones, line level signals, or directly record instruments like electric guitars and basses. Each XLR input has a 20 dB pad switch, and of course, all six have phantom power, so there's a lot of flexibility there. Selecting the input you want is pretty easy. Simply press the square button by your input of choice and it'll turn red, showing that the track is record ready. This will also be indicated on the touchscreen, and you can easily meter your input level here. Moving to the lower left side of the unit, we see an SD card slot. The H8 takes SD, SDHC, and SDXC cards up to 512 gigabytes. Just below that, there's an eighth inch stereo line out jack that you would use to record to another device, like your camera. And Zoom did a great thing here with the line out because they've incorporated a dedicated line out level control, enabling you to fine tune the volume of the audio you're sending to another device. On the opposite 
opposite side, there's an eighth inch stereo headphone jack. And like the line out jack, there's no actual physical control or button, which it's not a deal breaker. It would be nice to have a button that's dedicated to volume. But what's cool is that when you plug your headphones in, immediately on the screen, you'll see a headphone icon at the top right of the screen. And when you press that, you now have a slider where you can very easily control the volume of your headphones. By the way, that little grill there is just the speaker if you just want to reference something that you've recorded. You wouldn't want to use that for critical listening, but it's definitely handy if you're recording something and you don't have your headphones on hand. On the bottom of the unit is a power button, which obviously turns it on and off. There's also a hold function like other Zoom recorders have. And then there's a port for Zoom's optional BTA1 Bluetooth adapter, which provides wireless control through a free iOS-only mobile app. Using this with the H8 would allow you to monitor level meters and manipulate the transport control like record, play, and stop. Underneath the H8 is the battery compartment, which holds four standard alkaline or NIMH AA batteries. Zoom says you can get up to 20 hours uh, even with alkaline batteries. And of course, that's probably going to depend on how much you're recording, how many mics you're using, are you using phantom power on all of them. But that's a pretty good spec for alkaline batteries. What you really should do is use an external USB battery pack via the USB port. What's cool about this option is that if your battery pack dies, the H8 will automatically switch to the AA batteries inside without losing Using power, So no glitches, no hiccups, and then you can either recharge that battery pack or if you have another one on standby, you plug that in and it goes right back to the battery pack first. Speaking of the USB port, the most notable feature is that it allows the HA to act as a multi-channel and stereo audio interface for your Mac, Windows computer, uh, iPad, or tablet. When used this way, you can actually record 12 tracks from your H8 to your device. Now, what that really means is 10 individual tracks and a stereo sum of those 10 tracks, adding up to 12. Below the touchscreen is the home button, which takes you to the main menu and serves as stop when playing your audio. There's also a play pause button and a record button to easily engage recording. Now that we've worked our way around the outside, let's dive into the touchscreen, which has those apps that I mentioned before for podcasting, field recording, and music. Since podcasting is all the hype these days, why don't we explore that app first? Right away, we see four colorful buttons and a few icons for accessing menu items. The buttons are actually sound pads for incorporating sound effects into your podcast. The H8 comes with 13 pre-recorded sound effects, but you can actually take any sound effects you have in your library, put them in the sound pads folder, and the H8 will be able to choose those instead. Now, in podcast mode, you can have up to eight microphone inputs, but this is how it would actually work. Because the sound pads are taking up tracks, you can only use four of the XLR mic inputs that are built into the H8. However, you have a capsule, and depending on which mic capsule you have, those can also be used in the podcast. So for example, the capsule that comes with the H8 gives you an additional two mics because it's a stereo capsule. The new one that's coming out with four mic inputs would give you four more mic ins. If you add that to the built-in mics, that would be eight mics total for a podcast, which I think is pretty cool for a handheld recorder. What's more, the H8 comes with a free downloadable version of Steinberg's Wavelab Cast and Cubase LE. These software options will help you finalize your project with a wide range of comprehensive editing, mixing, and refinement tools. And Wavelab Cast connects you directly with podcast directories such as Spreaker or Podbean. So you can upload episodes quickly and directly create and publish RSS podcast feeds. Let's move to the Field app. The Field app is ideal for location sound, sound design, conferences, and other applications that often require 
portable recording all right guys i think you kind of get the idea of exactly all the amazing features that this new uh zoom h8 can offer to you now in some ways when you think about it realistically it is slightly more enticing for the end user because with the new module that'll be coming out soon you will be able to add additional four microphones now how often will you have eight people in a podcast almost never most likely most of you will probably never have more than two three people at most but it's always one of those features that is worth having for that one time that you want to expand your reach or you have more guests or co-hosts and a number of different guests and you just, you have a panel set up and you want people to talk. No problem. You got it. Now, it does have, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he said 16 different um, pre-recorded sound effects on the pads, just like it has on the road where well, the road gives you quite a few more than that. But for a beginner, for the price range, you're only looking at $399 for this unit, the base unit. And that's with the XY microphone and, you know, the basic configuration. So technically you could record directly into this device just using that microphone. When I first started out, I was using my Zoom H6. And the only real problem that I came in that, 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 that presented itself was that I couldn't see the meters while I was recording. Well, a simple workaround to that is to just use it as an interface and plug it into your computer or to your tablet. If you're on Apple, then you can just use GarageBand. If you're on uh, Mac, uh, you can use GarageBand or Adobe Audition. You can use so many different D D DAWs that are out there. And even you know, free ones like Audacity, you know, you have uh, Reaper, which is an excellent DAW. And you also have Hindenburg. It's a little pricey, but it it's really good for podcasters who really don't want to put in a lot of work. All you want to do is just do your podcast. And there's an application that's going to do all the back end work for you for the most part. Yes, then Hindenburg would be an application for you. I just wanted you guys to um, get a little bit of insight on that. If you're thinking about starting up your podcast, or you're looking for a way to expand your existing podcast uh, setup, and it's not expensive. Okay, let's be realistic. It's not expensive. So if your goal is to eventually make money with your podcast, the more tools you have in your toolbox, the better off you're going to be. And even if you're just doing this for fun, or for educational purposes, it's a worthwhile investment. So if you can afford it, I would say go for it. Okay, so let's move on, guys. So the next thing we want to talk about is microphones. So the microphone that I'm currently using right now is a Rode Procaster. Now, this is an excellent microphone. It's a little bassy, but it's not, um, it's one, it's not a very expensive microphone because you can find these. I purchased this one for, I believe, 235 or something like that, you know, for what it is. And it works perfectly integrated with the Rodecaster Pro. I also have uh, a pod mic here in my home studio. And we have a number of those that we purchase for our client work. So when we go out for client gigs, we only take the pod mics because they're easier to pack. They're smaller, you know, compact uh, microphones, and it's pretty good audio from them. So if you're going to be looking at a microphone that uh, is affordable, it's going to give you the type of audio, the sound that you're looking for, that bassiness, that proximity effect that so many people love when they're talking on microphones and they always hear this sound when they listen to their favorite radio DJ. This is how you get there. But if you're just looking for something basic, 
I would say go with the pod mic. Pod mics are $99. They get the job done. They're they're like little handheld tanks. I mean, I don't think you could destroy one of those things if you really wanted to. So if I had to pick a microphone and I was on a budget, I would definitely go with the Rode pod mic. That would be my mic of choice. So the next thing we want to talk about, guys, is the pod deck. What the pod deck is, from what I've what I understand, it's basically a deck of cards and they're he has four different decks of cards. And what these decks do is they give you basic ideas for podcasts, for questions, because I don't care who you are. I mean, I've been told so often, you know, by a lot of my friends and coworkers and people I've worked with, they're like, man, you have the gift of gab. If you don't know what that means, just Google it. But what it basically means is I'm a free speaker. It means that I can just talk freely among large groups of people and Things just pop in my mind and I'm able to articulate those very well and people get my point. But many people starting out, when you sit down in front of that microphone and you have a guest in front of you, even though you may be somewhat scripted, you will have a tendency to lose your train of thought. And I find that I see that in a lot of different podcasts and I see it in a lot of YouTube channels, especially the beginner YouTube channels. So something like the pod deck can be a very powerful tool to get you started. So I want you guys to hear a little bit of in. a little insight from the creator podcast uh, for pod decks. And you guys can listen and decide for yourself if this is something that you're interested in. It is a very inexpensive item. Once you have them and I think you start using them, you will never want to be without them. I can guarantee you that. I'm honestly, you know, like I said, I am very free spoken person, but I've even considered it myself, you know, investing in these if for nothing else to help my clients, you know, come up with different ideas for their own scripting, for their their upcoming podcasts, you know, and even, you know, funny little things to talk about and questions to ask, maybe even little simple quizzes that you may want to ask a person, you know, like, would you choose this or that, you know, things like that. So when you're rolling with it, you know, those things may not just pop in your mind, you're like, oh my God, I wish I'd have said this, or I wish I'd have asked this question or whatever it is. Well, something like the pod deck, I think will give you a little bit more insight and help you um, streamline your podcast. So let's take a listen to what they have to say about the pod deck. Hey guys, Travis here from pod decks. And I just wanted to take a minute to share with you a few ways that you can use your pod decks to grow your audience, to have fun, to make content and use these as a tool to grow your audience. So my first favorite way to use pod decks is this. I like to just simply go live. So open up Instagram, open up Facebook, open up YouTube, whatever your preferred platform is, shuffle up these cards, engage your audience. You're going to get a ton of answers. You're going to get a ton of people interacting with you, which is what we all want from social media. And you don't have to schedule it. You don't have to edit it. All you have to do is just have fun. So I love going on Instagram live. You can check me out at Poddex on Instagram. I go live all the time with the cards to get to know people better. It's a ton of fun and a great way to just be real and grow your audience. So my next favorite way to use pod decks is to simply use them to warm up my guest. A lot of times when people get on an interview podcast, you may not be in the same room and people are nervous. People are not necessarily warmed up or ready to uh, share their best self. So I like to just shuffle up pod decks, ask a few questions before we even start recording, or you can record it and just get them a little more relaxed. You'll be surprised how 
loose someone will get. When you ask them a couple questions that aren't necessarily super serious or that they have to sound super intelligent for, it gets their vocals warmed up. It gets them comfortable speaking to you, maybe through their computer. And it's just a great way to start uh, your podcast interview off on a good foot. All right, next, I love to use the episode deck to just create content. This doesn't have to be a podcast. This could be a blog post. This could be a short video like this. Uh, I like to just shuffle this deck up and see what's on the card and then make some content around that specific idea. They're also great for making podcast episodes, but you can make a lot of different content and you can be across many platforms by simply putting the episode deck in your toolbox. Okay, so the next way I like to use pod decks is for my hook. So we talked about warming up our guest with pod decks. Now, you could record that and get a very candid, uh, interesting answer or comment and use that as the hook for your podcast. So I'll warm up my guest with the interview deck and before my episode, I will cut in a little clip. This could be something from the interview or this could be something from the questions of pod decks, but just something that creates a little interest or uh, mystery about what's going to happen in the episode so your listener continues to listen and wants to get to that part of the show. So it's a great way to use this as a hook and to warm up your guests all in one fell swoop. Okay, and last but not least... All right, guys, I think you kind of get the idea of how these decks can benefit your podcast, your social media content, and a number of other projects that you may be working on. Let's say, for instance, you're working on YouTube videos and maybe exclusively you're doing YouTube. You're not doing podcasts. This is another opportunity or another tool that you can generally use to uh, script out or come up with ideas for your YouTube channel, for your social media platform, for Instagram, or wherever you're posting your content. So what I'm doing today is trying to bring to you guys a number of different things that I feel like at some point or another, you can benefit from these different products. And yes, there's some price involved. I will be doing a podcast and a video uh, here soon with similar um, ideas for things that are inexpensive, that are not going to cost you guys a lot of money or maybe no money at all. You know, just like I was saying, if you're using a DAW and you want to record directly into your computer, you can use Audacity. There are a number of other DAWs out there that are completely free. Yes, there is a learning curve. You will have to invest some time in learning how to use these different um, DAWs, but it's worth the investment as well as very inexpensive microphones. I mean, you can find USB microphones on Amazon for as little as $50. Anything below that, I would be very skeptical of because I've seen just so many <laughs> really horrible audio files or heard a number of really bad audio files coming off of these cheap microphones. But if you've watched a number of my previous videos or podcasts uh, related to this subject, I believe that you could do a really good podcast if you use nothing more than just your smartphone and maybe uh, the headphones that come with it and the built-in microphone. So think about that. You have your smartphone, you have your headphones, and you're able to record a podcast, talking to your, you know, just doing your own little podcast thing. Or even if you're interviewing someone, 
someone and you're just kind of like passing the microphone back and forth, you know, from your question and answer phase, that's a good way to get started. All of it is up to your imagination, your workflow, what's going to work best for you guys. I'm just trying to pre present you with some content that can get you on the road of creating something amazing that everyone will want to listen to or watch. You know how we do it. All right, guys. So I'm going to cut this podcast slash video short and we're going to move on. I would like to thank everyone for taking the time to listen to this podcast and I recommend that you check out each and every one of these different uh, products that I offered. I am sponsored by none of them. I'm not sponsored by Rode. I'm not sponsored by Zoom. I'm not sponsored by podcasts. I mean, pod decks. I just put this content together because I really wanted you guys to be able to Think of different things or look at different things that you may not currently be aware of that can benefit you going forward because you are the creative. The other portions are just the tools. The deck is a tool. The mic is a tool. The pod deck is a tool. The DAW is nothing more than a tool to get you from A to B. You are the content creator. You are the talent. So that's what people are coming for, to hear you, to listen to you, to watch you, whichever it may be. Okay. So if you're not subscribed, you know, subscribe to your boy on YouTube. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you find me on social media, follow me because I'm always putting together little things like this and I may be just posting things at random that I find that could be beneficial to you. So, you know, stay in the mix. You know how we do it. All right. Until next time, it's been Rome. I will catch you guys in the next podcast slash video. Peace. I'm out. <laughs>